The best healthcare is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a healthcare partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Financially Fit Podcast. I am your host, Andre Creighton. I'm happy and proud to be here with you today. Uh, For those that are returning, thank you for continuing to rock with me. I hope that you are well on your journey to becoming more financially fit. Uh, For those that are new, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I hope that you will find something fruitful out of our conversation. You know, As an individual that's been in the finance sector for over 10 years, uh, now a CFO, uh, I like to bring ideas to the table that are my opinions and purview on the financial realm and how you build build personal wealth. Uh, I think, you know, typically what you'll find in this podcast is I love to be able to start the podcast, the story. And part of the reason for that is I want to let people into my life, right? I feel like when your audience is connected to uh, the person who's doing the podcast, it it resonates better with them, right? Uh, So today, our discussion is going to be introducing your kids to money. Yes, that's right. Introducing your kids to money. And the goal should be in this podcast by introducing your kids to money to get them out of your pockets as quickly as possible, right? So... Um, You know, I think back to a time uh, when I was growing up and my first introductions into money, uh, you know, as a young lad, I I had a piggy bank. That was my first introduction into to money. And, and, you know, I was so proud to have my piggy bank. I would put my coins and, you know, pennies, dimes, nickels, quarters, dollars, sometimes even into this piggy jar. Uh, And then I remember my parents would take me to the bank. Uh, and, and I'd bring my piggy jar so proud and I'd be able to bring it up to the teller and they'd put it into some machine and it calculate how much money you've made. And they'll tell you that you, you had $2 and 50 cents in your piggy bank, but to a little kid that meant a lot right now I could go to the candy store and buy a couple of candy bars, uh, with, with my, my, my funds. Uh, you know, obviously back then when, uh, candy bars were, 50 cents, 75 cents. Now, you know, it's probably around $3 to get a candy bar, right? Due to inflation. Um, so that, that's my first interaction with, with money. And that kind of set me out on my journey, right? Uh, fast forward a few years later, uh, I I'm 10 years old. My mom brings me to the credit union and I'd always had a love for numbers. Um, and obviously that translates into money, right? And she took me down to the credit union and she opened up a savings account for me, right? And I've been with that credit union ever since. So I still use them today. And, you know, it was my first not only opportunity to learn how to save, but also in learning how to build a banking or or banking or credit union relationship, right? Being able to build kind of my 
portfolio of, of, you know, how I will be attacking, putting money into the bank, whether it's savings, whether it's uh, money into my checking account as I got jobs later throughout life, whether it was investing into CDs uh, throughout my life and being able to start with very small investments to get a little bit of a return. So that was my first interaction with, you know, really starting to understand the landscape of what money looks like. Fortunately enough, uh, you know, I was a kid growing up where my parents gave me an allowance. So uh, they really were trying to instill into me that you do X, you get Y, right? So I take the trash out, I do the dishes, I get some form of payment for it, right? And that was really my first interaction of kind of working for pay, right? And then I go over to my grandmother's house or, or grandparents' house, and my grandma was always a giver. And she'd give me 20, 30, $40 a pop at a time, right? So, you know, I go back to my parents. Well, you know, I, I didn't have to work for that. I just showed up because my grandma loved me so much. She gave me some money. So I think you guys should increase my allowance. Well, that didn't work too well, right? And my parents, they 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 weren't too privy to, to that uh, insight of, of trying to increase my allowance by doing so. We'll get back to our podcast in a moment. But first, you know, the look that look of surprise and delight the look on their faces when you give them a holiday gift that they completely unexpected and yet just right this year i'm shaking things up i'm giving minnesota lottery scratch games to friends and co-workers there are four festive games to make the season bright i promise you seasonal scratch games will be a big hit at your office parties and gift exchanges it's a new way to show your holiday appreciation to those special folks who've helped you out all year long. Best of all, Minnesota Lottery Scratch Games are quick and easy to buy during this busy time of year. So shake things up. You'll love the look they'll give you and they'll love to play. Minnesota Lottery. You must be 18 or older to play. You manage expenses. You manage risk. You manage market fluctuations. You manage productivity, inventory, and delivery. And some days, you just manage. Work with a banker who understands that helping your business through challenging times takes a thoughtful plan, creative thinking, and a partner you can count on. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Are you a woman known as a good listener? Do you have skills in de-escalating situations? Are you what they call a people person? then the Minneapolis Police Department would like to meet you. Now in a rebuilding phase, the Minneapolis Police Department is recruiting more women to wear the badge. The department offers career options for women with a high school diploma or GED. There are also opportunities for women with two- and four-year degrees who are ready to apply their skills in new ways. Police work makes a great second career for social workers, teachers, nurses. Women in their 30s and 40s are welcome to apply. There's no age cap. You'll be paid while you train and mentored by veteran women officers invested in your success. Minneapolis also welcomes current police officers to join the state's largest department. Make a difference on the streets, working in your community, in a career with competitive salaries and generous benefits. Go to MinneapolisMN.gov and search police jobs to find out more. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org 
So that was my story around like my first interactions with money as a child. But I really think that the this is a very important topic because we live in a society now where generations after generations are start to starting to save less and they're starting to not put money towards their retirement. And a lot of that has to do with not having that right, the right mindset and right relationship with money, right? A lot of individuals, they live paycheck to paycheck and they, they get their money on Friday and then they spend their money by Monday, right? And then they're waiting the next one and a half to two weeks for their next paycheck to do exactly the same thing. That's what we want to prevent in this podcast. We want to prevent that uh, that type of scenario and those type of habits. So, But it starts at an early age. So research shows that Kids should start, you know, thinking about money and and being introduced to money somewhere in between the age of six and ten, right? And and I think that it can even start earlier. You know, for me, my son, uh, who is 18, 18 months, uh, he's he's had this in, in, infatuation with cows. So he runs around the house, it's like cow, cow, and so I'm thinking like I need to get him a pig, uh, a cow bank, right? A lot of people have a piggy bank, but I need to get him a bank that is in the form of a cow, right? So he can start to build those habits when he's getting, you know, pennies or quarters or whatever it may be to start putting money into his piggy bank or his cow bank, so to say. So I think it can even start earlier than six to 10. I think it should start, you know, maybe in that two to three range and really starting to let them, because that's typically the time when you'll start to see that kids go into the store with you and they see things that they may want and they grab things and they put them in the cart. And when you tell them, no, when you get to a checkout line that we're not going to purchase this, they can't cognitively understand the why, right? They can't cognitively understand the why. But if we start to build those money habits and we start to have a piggy bank or a cow bank in my scenario, right? It allows you to be able to say, okay, well, you've saved up this in your little bank. Let's take some of that money to be able to buy the things that you see in the store if you can afford them, right? And it also helps teach that if you can't afford them and it's something that you really want that you need to save for that, right? So number one is the step one into introducing your kids to money is really introducing them to the value of money, right? And the time value of money, right? Um, You know, I think this is very important because my grandparents and parents really instilled into me the the value of the dollar, the value of money, right? And I think at times, you know, we see people that a dollar doesn't go very far anymore in this world, but a dollar is a dollar, right? So if I'm putting a dollar into my savings account and I'm doing that consistently, let's say I'm putting a dollar a day, you know, that's $365 that a kid might have by the end of the year that could be very significant in a kid's life when they have, you know, a multitude of things that they might buy, you know, when Christmas comes around, you know, being in the holiday spirit and they have this long list of things that they want Santa to get, right? Not knowing that Santa is actually their parents, right? Um, This could potentially allow for them to be able to get some of those things throughout the year, right? Number two is really emphasizing saving. Uh, I can't talk about this topic enough because, you know, throughout my life, I've had a love-hate relationship with money um, at times. And 
you know, I hadn't always been the best saver uh, in my life, you know, especially when I got my first job and I was making a lot of money. I wasn't, you would think that that would have been the time where I should have been a really good saver, right? Because I had a lot of residual income. But what it turned into was I wanted to go out on the weekends. I wanted to go to sporting events. I wanted to travel. And sometimes I lived a little bit out of my means uh, in my early 20s. And I think if we can emphasize that uh, point of saving and, and, and doing right by your money, that really builds those habits that will help them as they be, get into their teenage years when they get their first job or when they get you know to be adult and they have a career and they're making really good money and they have residual income. What are you going to do with that residual income, right? Building those great saving habits early uh, will be instrumental into helping them on their financially fit journey. So we always say, you know, we want between 10 to 20 percent is what we we aim to save. Right. So ideally in my scenario. Right. I talked about my grandma. I'd go over there and she'd give me 20 dollars. Right. You know, if I'm saving 10 percent, I should have been putting two dollars away every single time that I got a 20 dollar bill into my savings account. You know, and was I doing that? No. And part of that was because, you know, my I, I came from a family that worked really hard. My parents worked really hard, but they were, you know, blue collar workers and they, for the most part, lived paycheck to paycheck at times. Uh, and that changed throughout their life as they continued to get more income and things of that sort. But, you know, early in my my young years as a child and into being a teenager, um, I also saw through my parents what kind of their relationship with money is. So it's important that, you know, not only if you don't have the best habits as a parent, that you really are taking the time to learn what are the best habits, or if you know, instilling those best habits and in, in best practices into your kids so you can set them up for success. Uh, number three is introducing them to uh, investing. Uh, you know, this is another one. You know, if you're a parent that doesn't invest, it's really hard to introduce them into investing, right? But I think there are ways that we can get around that. We talked about getting a financial planner and how those can be very cheap options for you to kind of build your understanding of how you should be investing and using your money. The same holds true with your your child, right? So, you know, I would recommend open up a custodial a custodial account with for your your child and really allowing them to be able to put, you know, money into an ETF or into a 529 plan, right? If they plan to go to college, right? And that's a, a dream of theirs, you know, making sure that maybe if they are making an allowance or they are a teenager that is uh, making money, working a job, that they're putting money into that custodial account, right? And being able to learn some of the theories around investing and how that compounding, you know, interest and consistent um, effort to invest can increase their money over time, I think is really, really important to helping them build really good financial habits. Uh, number four is a uh, summer job, right? So, you know, really allowing your kid to learn the habits of going to work and earning money. You know, sometimes that relationship can be very transactional. As I talked about, you know, I had an allowance where, you know, I did X and I received Y, right? And for the most part, that is what working a job is. You do this for me, I give you this, right? And I think that's a really important habit to learn early in their teenage years. Now, 
I think we've moved to some to a status sometimes in society where certain kids are working sometimes to help support their family. And obviously sometimes that's a necessity, but I also think it's important to let kids be kids, right. And let them see the fruits of their labor, right. In that sense. So, you know, I would highly encourage, you know, if you're a teenager or you're someone that is um, just starting to get, to get into the workforce or exploring that or have started your first job to really think about, you know, steps one, two, and three that I talked about, you know, the value of money, the emphasis on savings, the the investing into a custodial account with your parents to really start to build those habits. And the last one, and a lot of parents are going to cringe when I say this, uh, and hopefully when I say this, this is your opportunity to turn down the volume so your kid cannot hear what I'm about to say. So I'm going to give you a second. Okay. Hopefully your volume is turned down now. Introduce your kids to credit, to a credit card, right? Uh, and by what, what I mean by that is if you have a credit card and you are in a position where you do right by your credit and, you're, and you are responsible with your credit cards, introduce your kid to it. Make them an authorized user. Give them a credit card, right? Allow them, give them a spending limit uh, per month or per year and, you know, really monitor it, right? Monitor that. But then not only when you monitor it, make sure that when you go to pay, you know, they spend some money and you go to pay it off, that you're kind of reinforcing why you're paying it off. You know, what what I always say is the best practices, if you spend money uh, via a credit card, you should take that money. Um, you should take you should get a statement. And then at the end of the month, you should pay off that balance in its entirety before the next statement so you don't accrue any interest on that credit card, right? Because we know the interest rates on credit cards are extremely high, right? So, you know, really enforcing to them that this is not free money, right? This is not money that credit cards are just giving to you, right? Because I think that is where people get into this kind of poor relationship with money is that with a credit card, you're not doing X and receiving why, right? So you're not doing a service and then getting paid for your service, right? You are getting a credit card limit based on the amount of money you make, your credit history, and your ultimately your ability to pay back that money. So it's, it's and break it down into layman terms for them, right? It's as simple as if, you know, I'm the parent and, and, and it's my child, right? I lend them, say I lend them $20. Right. I expect to get that twenty dollars back. Right. It's the same thing with a credit card, but really kind of reinforcing that with them, but allowing them and giving them a little freedom to be able to understand how credit cards work is going to make create tremendous value as they continue down this path to becoming financially fit uh, throughout their life. So hopefully today what you learn, five things, five steps to introducing kids to money. Um, introduce the value of money. Emphasize saving, right? Three, introduce them to investing. And that's going to take a little bit on the parent to create a custodial account because they're not, if they're under 18, they're not of age to actually have an investment account on their own, right? Um, the, the, the other one is, you know, encourage them to get a summer job, encourage them to get their first job when the time is right. You know, obviously there's Multitude of variables that should be considered before they get a job. 
you know, are they are they doing well in school, et cetera? You know, are they involved in athletics and making sure that those things and being a kid take priority, right? Uh, and then the last one, obviously, I said introducing them to credit. So if you can do these five things, I think that your child will be very much on the right path to becoming financially fit. As I always say, the power is not in how much money you make. The power is in how much money you keep. I am your host, Andre Crating. Thank you so much for being with me today. Ridership on Metro Transit is up. The number of folks taking buses, light rail, commuter trains has jumped by 21% over last year. This means more reliable, extended service and more connection for all of us riders. Have you noticed the expanded service on some key routes? Trips have been added to the Metro Orange Line and the frequency has improved to every 15 minutes. And the Metro A Line operates every 10 minutes between noon and 6 p.m. on weekdays. Not only that, the bus route that operates in the core routes 2, 10, and 18 all have weekday service increased to every 10 minutes between noon and 6 p.m. All across the system, you're seeing service that is available earlier and later and more service available on weekends. So come along for the ride on your Metro Transit. COVID-19 is scary, but vaccines remain the best way to keep you and your family safe from getting sick this fall. The new updated COVID-19 vaccine is now available for all Minnesotans aged six months and older. Whichever vaccine you get, you will be safer with the shot. There are still lots of myths about COVID-19 that are circulating in our community. Don't get tricked. If you have any questions, you can ask your trusted healthcare provider or your pharmacist for their advice. It's easy to find the closest clinic, hospital, or pharmacy where you and your family can get your updated vaccine. Go to vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. You just put in your zip code and you'll find a convenient nearby option. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community and we'll continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts 
hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. As the temperatures dip, it's leaf raking season. But what do you do with all those piles of leaves? Did you know that it's illegal to put your yard waste in your trash? In Ramsey County, you can drop all of your leaves, grass clippings, and branches at a Ramsey County yard waste collection site. That's where you can also take your pumpkins, hay bales, and corn stalks with any decorations removed. When you're at the yard waste collection site, you will see the designated piles where you can empty your bags of yard waste. And it's all free for Ramsey County residents. Find out more about what you can bring to a yard waste collection site at RamseyRecycles.com slash yard waste. That's RamseyRecycles.com slash yard waste. Metro Transit is hiring. Right now, Metro Transit is looking for mechanics and technicians. These workers do the important work of diagnosing, repairing, and performing preventative maintenance on Metro Transit buses, light rail, commuter trains, and other vehicles. Metro Transit is hiring for maintenance of the way technicians for tracks and railway systems. Starting pay ranges from $29.72 to up to $41 an hour. If you're looking for a secure job that offers a great salary, competitive benefits, and a pension, look no further than Metro Transit. Right now, there's even a $4,000 hiring bonus for these positions. Sweet! Find out more at metrotransit.org slash mechanic dash hiring. That's metrotransit.org slash mechanic dash hiring. Keep your community on the move with a new career with Metro Transit. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 